Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of the people and pets that are important to you. As it's getting closer to the release of my forthcoming ninth novel, I figure it's probably a good time to provide an update as to how things are coming along. I completed my edits of the manuscript at the end of June, and as I've done with just about every one of my stories, I, I passed it along to my wife in order that she read it and try to find any typos, continuity errors, etc. That, that I may have missed. Well, she completed her edits last week, and I'm currently in the process of making the final corrections to the book. I checked in with the artist who I've commissioned to create the cover art for the forthcoming book, and, and it's hopeful that a first draft of the artwork will be completed by the end of this month. There is a title for this upcoming book. I, I have yet to reveal it, as I'm, I'm kind of superstitious about that for whatever reason. I feel like... The closer to the release date that I, I announce it, uh, the less likely it would be that somebody would take the great title that I've thought of. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, this past week I was approached by a prospective voice actor who wants to do an audiobook version of my 2017 novel, Paper Bag Revolver. So that's exciting! None of my novels are as yet available as audiobooks, and I am very interested in eventually having all of them adapted and made available as downloadable audiobooks. So we'll see what happens. For now, um, my eight independently published novels are all available worldwide in both ebook and paperback format uh, via Amazon. And, and if you don't use Amazon, you can purchase most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you love this podcast and you'd like to help to contribute to it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some great literature, the best way to do that would be to buy one or two of my books. If you've already bought any or all of my books, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. Hello, People Are the Enemy listeners! This is episode 185 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thanks for spending time with me. I'm not going to waste any time speaking of time. We have no guests today, and we haven't done a, a bathtub episode in a while, so I thought that would be kind of fun. What do you think? Come on, let, let's go. Let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to the, the, the bath. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go in the bath together. Come on, it'll be a good time. Oh, looks lovely. Is that enough water? I think it is. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut off the water there. I'm sure that'll help with the the audio. It's probably hard to hear me with the, that water running. Okay, and now I will disrobe. I, I, it's morning here. It's Saturday morning. I am uh, currently uh, only in uh, uh, sweatpants and underpants. Okay. Uh, it's all <laughs> just for complete uh, complete uh, disclosure here. Okay, 
So I will disrobe. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay, I'm as naked as the day I was born. Here. All right, do you need any other uh, confirmation? No. Okay. God forbid we should gross you out. Okay, let me do this. Let me get in the tub now. I have uh, got a list of things to, to discuss with you. As we've had a, a few guests on the past few weeks. One foot in the tub. Two feet in the tub. Okay, whole body in the tub. Oh, that's not bad at all. Very nice. Ah, you know, I've made the mistake in the past of uh, of making it too hot, and as soon as I step in, I scream. So fortunately, I've I've smartened up, and I know to keep it lukewarm. And and, and as always, I, I need to credit uh, the inspiration for this bit, uh, and that's uh, Phil Hendry, the great broadcaster, who a lot of his his callers call from the bathtub, which is always hilarious. And I thought, well, what if I broadcast from the bathtub? That'll be that'll be funny, right? And different. So so yeah, that's what I'm doing. Anyway. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm going to uh, dunk, dunk my head in the water here, just so you know I, I'm not fooling around, okay? Hang on one moment. Okay. I'm on my knees now, kneeling in the bathtub, and I'm going to dunk my head under the water, and I will scream very loud, okay? So I want you to listen for my scream. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, that's therapeutic right there, I'm telling you. Whew. Oh man, you know what, I've, I've got a list of questions, uh, sorry, a list of uh, uh, topics that I wanted to discuss with you. I don't even think I need to bring them up though. I think I pretty much have them all off, off the top of my head. I, I should start with, with this. I rode in a Tesla last week. Yeah, not, not this, this past week, but the re week prior, I, uh, I rode in a, uh, a Tesla for the first time. Yeah, my, I, you know, I work for, a, as I mentioned before, my full-time job is with a, a solar power company. And uh, what had happened was I'd had an interview scheduled for Wednesday night, right after work, uh, meaning an interview for this podcast. Um, but it was, it was close time-wise. And now normally what I do on Wednesday nights is I pack up all my equipment from my job and I, I, I work from home for the last two days of the week, meaning Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm in an office. Thursday and Friday, I'm working from home. So what normally happens is Wednesday, I pack up all my equipment and I uh, drive home and then connect everything at home and work from home Thursday and Friday. But because I was short on time Wednesday evening, because I had this interview scheduled, I had to, uh, I had to leave work immediately Wednesday just to be home and be ready for this phone interview for this podcast. So <clears throat> let me get some soap going before I continue. So anyways, I'm soaping up here, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so so what happened was, so Wednesday, I, I, I literally finish work. I literally get up, grab my backpack and walk out the door, right? And, uh, and which means I had to go back into work on Thursday because I left all my equipment there, which wasn't what I normally do. And I figured, well, Thursday would probably be a uh, skeleton crew there. There probably won't be a whole lot of folks there. And I had this t-shirt that I won from the Double Threat podcast, which some of you may know is Tom Sharpling and Julie Klausner's podcast. And, and they had a they had a um, they had an opportunity where they said if you submit a song parody of uh, My Generation by the Who, but sing it as um, sing it as uh, How Can I Pay for 
Oh, can I prepay, sorry, rather, for my cremation? You can pick out any t-shirt you want and we'll send it to you gratis. And I thought, well, I can do that. You know what I mean? I've got the equipment to, to, to record a, um, a version of can I prepay for my cremation? You know, I'd love to get a, I'd love to get a double threat t-shirt. So what I did was I, I recorded a version of can I prepay for my cremation sung to the tune of the Who's My Generation and I submitted it. And I went online and I picked out a shirt, which was this, like, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, I, these shirts are all great, first of all. They're all, all of them, if you ever take a look, are, are, well, I shouldn't say all of them, but the good majority are parodies of other things. So there was a shirt that was a picture, like a cartoon image of Johnny Rotten, a.k.a. John, John Lydon, uh, from the Sex Pistols, obviously, and Public Image Limited. And uh, it was kind of him sneering in his typical, uh, like, uh, outrageous type outfit with the spiky hair and everything, you know, uh, Sex Pistols era, John Rodden. And underneath it said, uh, we're a company, not a podcast, which is a reference to, of course, Public Image Limited, how, um, how he used to uh, call Public Image Limited a company and not a band. So I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And it was like this loud pink color the shirt was. I said, I don't have any, you know, I wear a lot of black, you know. And I thought, like, I don't really have a lot of, you know, you know, vibrant, you know, pastel colors, you know, I thought, I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have this, this, this shirt, you know, it's, first of all, I, I love the, des the design, the graphic image, and I, I, I'm a huge fan, of course, of, of Tom Sharpling, as you know, if you listen to this show, and I'm a huge fan of Public Image Limited and Johnny Rotten, a aka John Lydon, so, so I, I got the shirt, so it came in the mail, and it had come that week, before, while I was, you know, and, and I'd, I'd had it, and I thought, like, well, what would, you know, I'm, I'm just going to the office. There's probably not going to be a lot of people there. I'll just, uh, I'll wear this shirt. It's a little outrageous for work, but I thought, like, what the hell? You know, it's just, a, it's, it's, again, it's not my normal day to be in the office. I'll go in <laughs> with this shirt on. You know, and and uh, and I'll I'll just I'll just work uh, work my day and uh, and uh, that's it. So you know, so so that's what I did. I went into to work in this this shirt, which again was this loud pink shirt with this uh, graphic image of a wild Johnny Rotten on the on the uh, the front of it <clears throat> with his spiky hair and his plaid suit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I, and I'm sitting at my my desk and I'm working away. Now, mind you, uh, this job I've had since the beginning of March. And most of the folks that I work with, I've never met in person, including including a couple of my bosses, right? Uh, who have offices in the building that I'm working in, but they're just you know just they're just not there for ob the obvious reasons because of the uh, the whole situation with the pandemic and everything. Well, the afternoon's coming along, and, and uh, I'm sitting at my desk, <laughs> and it was between uh, b between work, so I was taking a break, and I was reading I was reading a, the paperback version of. Um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I'm about a little more than halfway through, which is Quentin Tarantino's novelization of the film. And it's also uh, an in-depth, you know, it's much more in-depth, where it's got, like, background stories on everybody in, in the movie. It's It started rough, guys, but it's it's going okay. That's a little aside. Anyway, so I'm sitting at my desk reading that, and I hear from behind me, I hear, hello, and I turn around, and it's one of my bosses, right? And he's there, just, I had no idea he was going to be there, you know, and I... I immediately turn around and stand up and I recognize him and I said, oh, I said, hello, it's, I'm Andy Mascola. And I say his name and I, I shake his hand and um, I said, <laughs> I said he says, he looks at me and he says, wow, that's some shirt. <laughs> 
And I look down and I'm like, uh, yeah, and I start to explain how I got the shirt, but it sounds ridiculous. You're trying to tell, you're trying to tell this person unfamiliar with uh, the reason why you got the shirt, how you got it, and it's such a weird roundabout way. Yeah, I submitted this this song parody to a podcast, and they sent me this shirt. <laughs> I'm sure he was like, what, you know? And uh, and I I tell him, he said, uh huh, uh, and he said, uh, <clears throat> he says, let's get lunch, and I just said, okay. And I thought, well, that's a first. Uh, I'll tell you, in all my time um, in my last company, which I worked at for half my life, half my adult life, um, no one, no boss ever said, let's go get lunch. And I I wasn't nervous, but obviously, you know, you think of things like, you know, think of the scene in Jerry Maguire, right? <laughs> Jerry Maguire gets taken to lunch by by his boss, and it's not, it's not, not good, right? So... But I, I, I'm not nervous. I'm just thinking, okay, well, this is this is fine. You weren't doing anything wrong, you know. And uh, uh, I, so, so I follow him around the office, and, and he he gets another person from our our team, and says, and and says, uh, the three of us will go out to lunch. And I said, okay, great. So uh, we go outside, and he's got he's got a Tesla, and he says, I'll drive. And I said, all right, cool. I said, I've never been in a Tesla before, so so I. Uh, so he shows me how to open the door and everything is really like designed to like have the least amount of wind resistance in these cars. So like even like the, the door handle like the, is like is like flush against the side of the door and you have to kind of like it's sort of like on a hinge where it kind of opens. You push it and it pops out if you can picture that like almost like a seesaw type deal. And, and I open the door. <clears throat> and I get in this car, and uh, and it's very cool. First of all, like the the first thing I notice is like the the entire ceiling is glass, meaning like, and I you know I know what you're thinking. It's not it's not like a um, a sunroof. Like literally, like the entire roof from the back of the car to the front of the car is like is glass, like see through. And I said, oh my goodness, you know, I'm looking up, and he says, yeah. He said, I think they do that for for weight reasons because it's a lot it's a lot lighter with that. With that, and I don't know, you know, I say glass, but hell, it could have been, I don't know what it is, but, <clears throat> but the, the obvious reasons were it's like one single, one single sheet, and I guess it's, it's more aerodynamic, obviously, but also I think it's, it's lighter. So we're, we're driving down the street, and the person that, that came with us, I, I let them sit in the front, and I'm in the back, and, uh, and, uh, my, our boss is driving us to a Mexican restaurant for lunch, and, uh, he's got a tablet, and, and on the tablet, you see a graphic image of the car. It's pretty cool, and he's showing us all the, the tricks that the uh, that that you can do as far as uh, you know, as far as the the, the technical uh, ins and outs of the vehicle. And he's describing it, and he's literally like letting the car drive itself, man. I'm telling you, like he literally like had his hands on his his knees, and the car is self driving. Every once in a while, like it, it dinged, and he had to like put his hands on the steering wheel to let. The car, no, I guess that he wasn't sleeping. I guess it's their safety feature, obviously. But uh, yeah, wild. And, and lunch went great, and, and everything went great, and everything was fine. It was, uh, it wasn't any kind of a Jerry Maguire situation, as I mentioned before. I don't want you to, to, to get the, uh, the, the impression that I was, uh, I was in any kind of trouble or anything. It all worked out well, and it was, it was a fun afternoon. It was a cool thing to do for sure. Let me check on the time on this, this podcast. How are we doing here? Um, okay, good. We got plenty of time. All right. Um, so what other stories can I tell you? Oh man, I got I got in trouble walking the dog the other day. This happened. Um, first of all, let me just let me just soap up my face for a moment here. Alright. I'm not a big bath guy. This is the only time I ever take a bath. Alright, let me just rinse my face up here. 
Anyway, I got in trouble walking the dog the other day. This happened. I was, uh, I was walking the dog. Lola is our dog, as, uh, as some of you may know. And, um, and I had her, you know, on a leash and I was look, I was, you know, I was, I was looking at my phone, you know, like folks, <laughs> folks do all the time now. <laughs> you know? And I admit it was my, it was absolutely my fault. Well, this woman is running down the street on my side of the road and I wasn't looking and Lola, <laughs> Lola chased after this woman <laughs> into the street. I'm laughing, but I know my dog is harmless and she wouldn't, um, she wouldn't hurt a fly, you know, and she was just excited to see this person running by. And this woman yelled, can you control him, please? And I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, I'm looking up for my phone. I felt like so bad. I was like, oh my God. It was early in the morning. At First of all, I didn't expect to see somebody running that early in the morning. But, but moreover, I understand it was my fault. I shouldn't have been looking at my, at my phone. I should have been paying attention to my dog. But, uh. Yeah, that was a little bit embarrassing. Obviously, she thought that the dog was a boy. Um, can you control him, please? But, uh, you know, I thought of a million snarky things to say as I, I continued walking walking Lola, but I said to myself, no, it's good you just said sorry because you were at fault here, Andy. So I had to take my mom grocery shopping. This is a story. Holy crap. My mom's car, something came loose under the bottom of the car. She has like this really old Saturn. Do you remember Saturn's? They don't even make them anymore. I can't believe I'm talking about Teslas and Saturns in this podcast. I am not a car person at all. Anyway, so, so something had come loose on the bottom of her car and it was rattling around and she had to get it repaired. So I had to go to a body shop and she needed me to take her shopping on, on a, a Saturday. She wanted to go really early in the morning. And I thought to myself, okay, this will be fine. You know, you're, you take your mother shopping. Your mother does everything for you, Andy. She's, you know, it's, you know... This is, this. you got the time, you pick up your mom and you take her shopping. And, and you know what, you, you sit in the car and you read your book. You read the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood book, right? So I, uh, so I, I do what exactly as I promised. I pick up my mom first thing in the morning and I've got my book in my car and I drive to the supermarket and we get a spot like right in the front, which is awesome, you know? And, and my mom has, you know, severe arthritis. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this, on this podcast before, but her hands, like she has tough time with articulation and tough time, like with her forearms in particular. So like unscrewing caps on things she has a hard time with. I have to do that for her. Every other week I go to her house and I, I make her bed uh, because she has a hard time getting the, the corners of the, the sheets, like the elastic sheets over the corners of the mattress. I, I clean her tub for her because she can't, you know, she can't scrub, you know. And then I open anything that she needs opened, you know, in terms of like, in terms of uh, medicine or water bottles or uh, whatever it is, just so, and just put it on just so that she can easily get, get everything off. And I do this all the time. So, but I'm thinking like she goes food shopping by herself every week. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't necessarily need me there. So, so again, we pull into the supermarket and we get a spot right in the front. And, and, um, I say to her, I say, uh, do you, do you need me to, do you, what I said was, do you want me to come in with you? And she said, yes. And I thought, okay. And I thought, well, so much for like reading my book in the car while my mom goes and does her food shopping. And I'm going in with her. And of course I just say, okay, sure. So I don't, I don't really know why she needed me, but we walk inside. And again, it's first thing in the morning on a Saturday morning. And I realize that like, this is the time. It's <laughs> going to sound terrible, but it's true. This is the time that it seemed like Parents who had 
disabled children, meaning mentally, somewhat mentally disabled adult children, <laughs> took, took them to the supermarket. Now I laugh. I'm not laughing at the fact that it's mentally disabled. I'm laughing at the fact that, like, like, I understand. You know what I mean? I, I get it. It's like you, you obviously, you know, if you have a, a child that's an adult and, and it, it's hard to, it's hard for them to maneuver in the world or they're prone to outbursts or whatever, that, that you want as few people inter, intervening as possible or, or, you know, or saying something or whatever, you know, or like, you know, God knows children can be awful to, to uh, people they don't understand because they're children and they've never seen it before. But I walk in there and I realize that, and it's not like everybody, obviously, but there's a, a, a decent a decent proportion of like the, the people in the supermarket at this early hour that are there for that reason because they don't want to be bothered while they shop and they, they need they, they need to keep their eye on their, their their children because they can't be by themselves. And I'm there with my mother and, and I am not uh, disabled um, in, in that way. Uh, and... People are kind of looking at me like, like what? <laughs> and I'm kind of just, you know, I got my hands in my pockets and I'm walking along. And meanwhile, every once in a while, there you hear an outburst, like, you know, and it's like, oh man, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm obviously trying not to stare. And and my mom doesn't seem phased by this at all, but I, 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 I every it all came together, and I completely understood like why she wanted to go early because she has a hard time with her hands and, and, and lifting things up, and she has a hard time maneuvering the cart. And she, um, and she didn't want to have to, you know, maneuver around people. I got it. I completely got it. And I understood, but it was a weird experience to, to say the least and unusual. And, and I laugh if only because I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. And uh, a lot of times I'm not, I'm not trying to believe me, disparage or, or, or poke fun at anything that has to do with the disabled or, <clears throat> or individuals that were in the supermarket at this time, but I only, this, it's only to say that I think, <laughs> I think folks were looking, I think folks were looking at me like, well, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and again, uh, you know, <laughs> first of all, there's a lot wrong with me, but, <laughs> but you know, not, not in such a way that, that I, I couldn't be left alone or, or as so as not to function. Um, in public, um, as predictably, I should say. And again, this is not to disparage anybody. I don't want you to think that I'm being cruel here. I am absolutely, absolutely not. All right, what else do we got here? I should, this is about the time I have to pull out the, the old list and see what we got. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. If, if you guys have been following the Donda stuff at all with, with, with uh, Mr. West. Hang on a second, shoot, did this stop recording? It did not, okay, good. Man, that would be a drag. Come on, man. Please tell me you're still recording. Are we still recording? Okay, we are. Okay, good. Yeah, I hope we got all that. Anyways, um, are you guys following the Donda stuff at all with our friend Kanye? <laughs> Look, I don't know if you've watched any of this, like, live streaming where he's kind of, like, he's kind of, like, secluded himself in this... <laughs> in this amphitheater in Atlanta, I guess, to, to finish recording this this album that he's been working on. And he's, you never see his face. There's just a mask. And and I'm watching this and I'm seeing these photos and this live stream, these clips of this live streaming video. And I'm convinced it's not Kanye. I'm convinced Kanye West is dead. 
it's I know it's a it's a conspiracy theory, but in all honesty, and I'm surprised nobody else is repeating this or or have has theorized this. But I feel like I'm the only one shouting it. But uh, but yeah, it's very odd, man. It doesn't look like him. There, there's there, there's moments where, like there's one moment where you see him like he's sleeping in this tiny room there, and of course, again, all of this is being live streamed 24 hours. So he wakes up and he stumbles, and I look at him and I'm like, that's that's not Kanye West. That's somebody else. And I don't, I don't know. I can't confirm. <laughs> just, I'm just telling you, it's very odd. And of course, he's, he's an odd person, but the, the whole mask thing is very odd where you can't see any part of his, his whole head, his whole head in, in all of these different hoods and uh, different, different uh, masks he's been wearing. You can't see any part of his head. And I'm convinced it's not him. I'm convinced it's not him. Until he pulls that damn thing off, uh, you know, at some point, I, I, I don't know who I don't know who that is, but I, I'm pretty sure it's it's not Kanye. I'm telling you. And, and, and again, maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into this, or maybe I'm I'm just maybe I'm falling for exactly what he wants, you know, and that's attention and people to to have you know wild theories about about what's going on with him. But uh, but yeah, man, very very odd uh, odd man and odd behavior. And, and again, maybe I'm just completely gullible and I've just fallen for this 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 um, obvious trap. But yeah, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'll never give the guy another dollar after you know, obviously, you know the whole thing that went down with our, our last administration. I'm not going to mention that person's name, but with him, his affiliation with that administration, I will never, ever, 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 ever again give that man my money, meaning uh, Mr. West. But I'm still intrigued. Can't help it. Anyway, um, that, that about does it for this episode. I, I, ho I hope you liked it. I, I, I don't have a, I obviously didn't have a lot planned. Um, and uh, I, I am working on guests. I did approach somebody about coming on, on the show this week, and uh, I was rejected. And I hate being rejected. It sucks. And I'm not going to tell you who that was, because, you know what? They don't deserve the promotion. So, it, unless, of course, they, <laughs> they change their mind and decide they want to come on the show. In which case, in which case, I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll praise them up and down. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I'm uh, I'm all class here. People are the enemy. Would you expect any less from a, a, a podcast called "People Are the Enemy"? Class, classy, right? Okay. Anyway, this has been episode 185 of the "People Are the Enemy" podcast. Our theme song is "Walrus Love" by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascoli. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.